listening to Full Count with Sean Halpin and John Huck. Dude, they don't even know what they're doing. What are they even talking about? Just start the damn show. All right, you're listening to the Full Count Podcast with Sean Halpin and John Huck, available on iTunes. Click, subscribe, rate us. Hey, John. Hey, Sean. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, what episode are we on here? Uh, 49? 40. Why do we always do this? I don't know. Where, what does it say in your book? <laughs> I don't have my book with me, dude. Dude. How was your How was your week? Oh, uh, it was good. Yeah. I had did, uh, did some shows in Arizona out in the middle of nowhere for some miners. For uh, like young kids no, or people not who young worked kids. in a mine? People who actually worked in a mine. Really? Like drove those trucks that were, you know, two stories tall. And wow. And they had the big drill and. Yeah. What, but, uh, where, where was it? What town in Arizona? Uh, it was um, Marcina. Marcina. Marcine. Did you drive there? No. No, you flew. Uh, flew and then rode with uh, Roberto Rodriguez. And oh. we did a show out in Stafford, which is another kind of town. Like if if these people go, hey, I'm going to town. That's the town that's, they go to. That's where they go to. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the actual town they hey, live in. Hey, you want to go get go to Walmart? We got to go to this town. Right, right. Like that's cool. That's cool. Where they uh, see, I feel like people like that would be very grateful that you came to them to perform. Yeah, they were. They because uh, they're you know this only happens once a year. We don't get to you know we don't get nothing out here. And but they are all like super cool. And then it kind of got weird at the end of the night because this guy's like, you know, when someone the guy comes up to you goes. Man, you know you can have sex with anyone in this town you want to, right? Uh, and I'm like, uh, he goes, dude, you, you can fuck any woman here if you want to. And I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Even the ones that are married. I'm like, dude, no. No. He goes, like, I'm, dude, I'm telling you, like, anyone. I just want to go, well, what is your girlfriend doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and who are you she, with, sir? Because she was like, her? <laughs> she was the one in the town that was pretty hot. And she was like an LA one. Okay. Yeah. All right. I know that, though. That's like a <laughs> Illinois seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, but every I, everybody was cool, and I'm standing outside, and this one guy goes, you know, so he was just drunk. That's weird. And <laughs> and I'm outside, and he goes, man, I got a young daughter, oh. and uh, just got out of prison, and I I think I'm gonna have to go back. I'm like, you know, when you're like, oh fuck, he's gonna stab me. Why or, is he? Why does he? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> well, don't make me your reason for going back, sir. That's no. what I'm thinking. I'm thinking he's going. He went outside to get something, and he's going back to get the reason. Yeah, he's that like, he's going I, back. I need to, to go jail. back to prison. Who can I stab? <laughs> what was he in prison for? <laughs> I'm like, I didn't ask. <laughs> oh man, you always gotta ask that. Like, so what'd you go in for? Like, was it drugs? Was it murder? Was it? Because you automatically think it's gonna be murder. And then I, it could be like drugs or I automatically think it's you know. it's some kind of white collar crime like drug like drug dealing. Yeah, or, not this guy. Yeah, really, you could tell. Just like yeah, you've done some murder. And you know when you switch to you try to defuse a situation where you're like, <laughs> yeah. uh, no man, you need you should hey. stay out here. Yeah. It's cool out here. <laughs> you don't need to go back. Yeah. <laughs> stay. Look, being free is pretty nice, man. I mean, uh, you don't want to go back. <laughs> Pre bird, buddy. What'd you say? Freebird. Oh, Freebird. Like, I think you said Reverb. I'm oh, like, and then oh. Southwest got back. Late flights going there, coming back. Lost my bag. It was awesome. Those uh, guys are great. They have it. They have a system God. down there at Southwest Airlines. And uh, you know what? Um, tell me the uh, safety rules. Like someone wrote them down, uh-huh. and they're serious. I don't need your jokes. 
Oh, is, are they are they being goofballs on the plane? Yeah, you're like, hey, you know, if you're not listening to me, we don't care. You know, uh-huh. I'm doing my little stand-up performance oh, here. And if you don't know how to work the seatbelt, click your call button, and Tommy will come around and hit you on the head with a tech hammer because you're a retard. Um, what did you What did you do? Uh, how was Thanksgiving? Oh my, yeah, I had my, my Thanksgiving number one. It was really good. Uh, I went. Ow, 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 I caught my foot on the cord for the <laughs> headphones. Jesus. <laughs> Um, I thought a nail was involved. <laughs> nope, just a my just a cord in my ankle. Um, no, I went to uh, my friend Eric, who is a big uh, fan of the show, mm-hmm. fan of you, big fan, big fan, big fan. I went to the Tahoe area to visit him. He prefers that I say the Reno Tahoe area rather than Sparks, Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, could you just tell everyone it's Reno Tahoe area? I'm like, yeah, dude, because people give a shit where you live. Well, because if you say Sparks, there's always three other questions like, where is it? You know, right. where is it next to Reno? And that's why I just say Dallas, you know, and you say Chicago because you love Chicago. Okay, I do not say Chicago. <laughs> I say I'm from the South. Southwest suburbs, uh, but it was funny. We, I, we, I got into town. Was it? it was. It was funny. <laughs> I got into town, and uh, he picked me up. And instead of going right to his house, we went out around Reno for beers and food and everything. The first place we go, he's like, "Oh man, this place has great dollar tacos from like three to seven. So we go in there, and I'm like, "Well, let's just have a couple beers, and then we'll get tacos." And this guy's walking back and forth with all these plates of tacos. And I was like, "Hey man, we'd like to, we'd like to order some food." He's like, "Okay, cool, but I don't have any tacos left." And we're like. What? Where are all the tacos? He's like, yeah, we're out. I'm like, okay, great. And then we started to order beers, different beers. And he's like, well, we're out of those too. And I'm like, how about you tell us what you do have, and then we'll order from there. And yeah, then he's like, what happened? You can go to my our sister bars, these two bars, and they have everything full on. So we leave this bar. <laughs> go you to, go this, to the sister bars, to, just a bunch of black chicks in there. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I love the sister bar. <laughs> well, it was just one guy and then a, a patron, like a bartender, a patron. We walk in, like, are you guys open? And like, yeah, 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 come on in. We sit down, like I take my jacket off. He's like, we don't have any beer. Uh, we just have liquor and wine. I'm like, what <laughs> is this place? We went to another place after that that was like out of something else we wanted. It was, throughout, throughout the course of the evening, I got pretty hammered though. It was uh, it was worthwhile. Isn't that one of those progressive dinners or something where you like you go and eat the appetizer at someone's house, then you go eat an entree at someone's house, and then you go eat dessert oh at someone's house? Have you ever done that? That's no, I've awful. heard about it. I, it's oh, like, that's, that's the worst thing ever. Why would you do that? I don't like, know. They can't you drag, just get all the food in one place? You just drag out the night. Wow, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> oh, I don't like that at all, man. That's gross. I mean, unless it's no, unless you like live next door to each other and you can just walk out your door and then, but even yeah. still, it's like having just what you have a huge dining room now. <laughs> Yay, it's five houses long. What? So they didn't have any beer, they just had liquor. And their, were, their taps were, like, were down, their taps were down. I couldn't be drinking liquor, man. I, I just got into town, I'd had like I've been drinking all day. It was you had a suit on, you had to be respectable. I was Bob Executive looking for which way business was, <laughs> and I didn't find it. But no, uh, he's uh, he's in good health. We went hiking around. Uh, I saw the pictures. Yeah, yeah. I posted on Instagram. He goes, "Hey man, could you just run it by me before you post stuff on Instagram?" I go, "No, dude, no. You you don't get that kind of treatment from me, man. You don't deserve that kind of treatment. What do you mean, run it by you? So you take it and you go. So what do you think of this? Yeah, let's take another one. No, we're not taking another one. We're not models. We're just idiots out on a hike, dude. Just take the photo and be quiet and let me post it. Were you? But you look like you're. More hitchhiking than hiking. Well, the first photo I took was up on the road. We had his his wife didn't want to hike with us, so she waited in the car up on the on the road, and we hiked down like <laughs> a mile and a half down. First of all, when I hike, I like to go up and then down. Yeah, you hike up, you work up the sweat, and going down is your reward, right? Yeah. This was go down and then hike back up. So Ugh, it was a, it was a little bit gross, but it got us down by right on the lake, Lake Tahoe there, and. uh 
But you know, my buddy did well. It was like for guys cool, going uh, through chemo, it's like he's doing okay. Yeah, where's your cool down when you when your the route back is up? Well, the cool down turns out is when it's twenty six degrees and the wind is whipping in your face and it's starting to snow. That's could've the cool down. Could have got a cold, John. I could have gotten a cold. I'm actually shocked I didn't get a cold and I'm not sick. But who knows? It could still be coming. But he looked like he's better. Yeah, he's doing really well. He's doing really well. Uh, his kids are great. I haven't seen them in a long time. Uh, his wife's good. I went to high school with his wife, and then he went to a different school. So she busted out the yearbook <laughs> first that <laughs> I was there. I was like, oh, my God. Look at John. And she's like, she's giving the yearbook to her oldest kids. Like, if you can find John. And he's like, where, where? And then when he finds it, he's like, is this him? Like, and I was look like, at this chick. And oh, I, that's John. <laughs> I did. I had long hair. She goes, she goes, well, you had a lot of sweet necklaces on it. Like all these, these hemp <laughs> oh, necklaces. Gross. <laughs> With those I have a feeling of being shot in those shells. Uh, no, and I didn't have any puka shells, dude. I didn't have the. I went to Florida for spring break, and all I got was this cheap ass necklace. But I feel like if me and you went to high school together, you might have beat me up every day. No, I was friends with everybody. Oh, you're that guy. Yeah. Well, I would have tried to beat you up then. <laughs> I would have been like, let's go put this art dummy in a locker. An art dummy? I don't know. I'm okay, just... you're just trying to. That wasn't an art dummy. <laughs> I was dumb, uh, but I didn't had nothing to do with art. I was, I was so dumb in high school. Oh God, I'm still dumb. I realize that. You need to start now. reading more. Um, reading in books. Reading, reading. We just need to start reading in books. Is that what All you right, said? That's the end of our show, right? Nope, that's it. Hey, everyone, thanks for tuning in on what I did on my first Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, that's right. We're the bomb. We blew it up. Uh, well, guys, we have a very special show today. When we come back from our first break, we're going to be interviewing. The one and only Stephen Bauer. Uh, he was in garbage. A, a little movie you might have heard of called Scarface <laughs> with Al Pacino. It's uh, in its its thirtieth anniversary of Scarface this year, guys, which is makes me feel a thousand years old. <clears throat> um, but we're going to talk to him. He was also he's in Ray Donovan, which is a Showtime show now. He is was also in a little movie called Garbage. It's available on Netflix. And he, more, most importantly, he is a, a huge Miami sports fan. He moved to Miami when he was three, and he's, he likes the Heat, the Dolphins. And I want to kind of get his take on what he thinks of the Marlins or the Rays. But my guess is... <laughs> Marlins. <coughs> my guess is he doesn't care about the Marlins. Uh, I don't even think the people that play on the Marlins care about the Marlins. Yet. We'll hear him talk football. Oh, yeah, we'll talk. He loves football, man. He loves football. So this will be fun. Segment bell. Oh, guys, Yay. we'll come back. We'll talk a little sports with Stephen Bauer. I'm Kill Hauser, and you're listening to the Full Count Podcast. It's amazing. I'm James Hetfield, and you're listening to the Full Count Podcast. Ha <laughs> ha! Boom! Guys, welcome back to the Full Count Podcast. <laughs> Uh, our guest today, a very special guest, Mr. Stephen Bauer. How are you, Stephen? Hi, hey guys. Good to good to talk to you both. Good to talk um, to you. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this because I, I, as all football fans do at this time of year, we need a venue. Yeah, right. <laughs> you Some, need an outlet. Yeah, somewhere to complain. Somewhere to. I mean, I'm a. To vent and to, and to get some feedback. Absolutely, and you uh, are a huge Miami Dolphins fan. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, I am. Born and raised in, or not born, raised in Miami uh, from well, the age of three. Yes, from the age of three, yeah. Nice. So, uh, and because we didn't have a team in Cuba, and we still don't. <laughs> ah, that's weird. <laughs> You'd think they would have embraced American football over there by now. <laughs> e- 
you kidding? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, you, ever, you, ever see the, you ever see the anti-Yankee slogan? <laughs> no, really? Oh, man. Yeah, well, it's just a thing that uh, that, that guy had, uh, the beard that uh, Fidel Castro had. He, he, he was sort of, it, it, it came out of an envy for the United States because he was in the United States uh, as a pitcher, as a baseball pitcher. Oh, wow. And, oh, yeah. um, and he somehow, he didn't catch on. He, you know, it, it just didn't work out. And he went back to Cuba. And I think that he's always had, like, this tremendous envy, you know, and grudge against the United States. <laughs> because they that's why he That's why he turned on, on so, so badly and seized all the, all the uh, American businesses in Cuba. It just turned into, like, this hate America thing. Yeah, just that's because, it, just it's, because it's they because, wouldn't. Yeah, it's because he was out here. He was out here first. He was in California, in Hollywood, actually. And, uh, and uh, there's, some, there's some interesting... Uh, details there about him wow. trying to be an actor too he came out to hollywood he thought that he might make it as an actor <laughs> wow like a latin lover or something yeah uh, that's so crazy how do you how do you go from i'm gonna be a pitcher now i'm gonna be an actor now i'm gonna be an evil dictator <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard i heard he auditioned for chips yeah and then didn't get it <laughs> eric estrada beat him out for that part natural progression yeah. it's a natural progression it's, it's the, the quest for for power, for the spotlight. Yeah, it's where you would have been had acting not worked out for you. You would have been a dictator somewhere. No, I'm too soft. I was raised by women. Oh, okay. (laughs) Are you kidding me? You know, the thing about, I was, listen, I was a quarterback and and my coaches thought I had all all the talent in the world, but they said I I didn't have the competitive uh, uh, edge. (laughs) And I was a quarterback. (laughs) not tough enough. You just don't want it bad enough. And I go, I do want it. I want it to be Joe Namath. You know, and I'm like, well, you can look like Joe Namath, but unless you have that drive, and I was like, what am I missing? What am I missing? And you're like, okay, I quit. <laughs> it's so funny though. Anybody that you talk to, if you, if you interview, uh, um, yeah, and I will set up these interviews. No, <laughs> perfect. If you interview any of my of the kids of the of the guys that I went to high school with, they all will say the same thing. They'll say, they'll say, yeah, it's just that you were such a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't like, play on the football field. But you were so nice that it just didn't, you know. And the other thing was I couldn't read defenses. Yeah. It's because I'm bad at math. Well, you could you could have played quarterback for the Chicago Bears then. Yeah. That would have been fine. <laughs> you don't need to read defense. You don't need to read anything. You could be illiterate, actually, and be a quarterback for the Bears, apparently. God. Guys, hey, man, that guy got his own radio show. He's got some game, that Who, Cutler. Oh, oh, Cutler has his own radio show. That's great. Now maybe if he could focus on not ripping his groin and throwing touchdowns, we'd be set. Winning games, yeah. Maybe. Is when, yeah. Was that your inspiration though? Was Was Joe Namath your guy when you were uh, quarterback? Well, I'll tell you what. It was. It was. You know, it was a combination because let's face it, Broadway Joe was the really like the coolest thing on on on, on two legs. Yeah, yeah, when I was when I was growing, when I first started watching football, but I actually my first love, my first team before the Dolphins was the Cowboys. The oh Dolphins. no! Oh, because I was drawn to the, the star. <laughs> well, first I'm an immigrant, so the star. You know, America's the team. Whatever. No, they weren't America's team then. They were oh. the team from the. There was a team from the city that killed uh, Kennedy, uh, right? Uh, that's right. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. I mean, they were like the least love team, and you know, I mean, they were from Dallas. In fact, there was a great documentary the other night, beautiful documentary about uh, Cowboys 
Kennedy and the Cowboys. Yeah, and about, it's about it's about the that weekend playing that, that game. Dick Kennedy was assassinated. Yeah. Great documentary. You guys should see it. And it's got all the great footage of of the uh, early of the NFL. And and Pete Rozelle was trying to decide whether to cancel Sunday. Yeah, cancel the games. And and uh, he talked to Art Rooney of the Steelers. And Art Rooney said, "Yeah, I think you should. I should definitely cancel all the games." And the college canceled all their games. The NCAA yeah. did, but didn't and, he, yeah. Uh, but and, Roselle and talked to Kennedy's had, guy, who said he you talked should... to Kennedy's. Yeah, he talked to to, uh, to uh, Pierre Salinger. Yeah, and Pierre Salinger said, "I think that John Jack would have would have wanted to, for everybody to play, <laughs> but it was he said, but Roselle caused it the biggest mistake he ever made." Yeah, <laughs> and, and I mean, in a sense, he's right. I mean, yes, of course, someone's going to say, "Yeah, that guy John Kennedy was he loved football. He right. wanted you. He would yeah, want you right. to play, but he must play the game." But it's also like, what's the nation think? Like, what's My going God. on in everyone's head? Yeah. It's like that was Morning. the craziest thing. People were sick. There's some great interviews. Did you see? Did you, you, I mean, did you see it? I, 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 I saw, saw chunks of it. Yeah, I saw bits and pieces. Yeah, of it. Bob Lilly talking about it and Leroy Jordan. They're talking about the. Like people were spitting on them, you know, oh. and uh, uh, in Cleveland, they went to Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of all the places road. to get spit on, Cleveland, gross. Jesus, Cleveland. <laughs> Gotta go I get mean, a shot right after. <laughs> <Yeah>. Tetanus. <laughs> I, my friend uh, Jim Peterson, who's in who's in Cleveland, he moved he moved to Cleveland because he married a, a girl from Cleveland, and uh, and his kids. Uh, well, he needed he wanted to he moved out of L.A. Uh, because he thought, well, you know, she'll be closer to her parents and everything. But he's dying today. He's shoveling snow. Oh, <laughs> dude, yeah. Are you I sending? Can... Are you sending pictures of, of you by the pool? Yeah. You know? yeah. Yes, I, <laughs> it's so funny. I, yeah, I was telling him, God, I'm looking at it. It's just beautiful today. Yeah, yeah it's, the only it's, ice it's is like in my se- cocktail. It's seventy. Yeah, it's seventy-five. I'm wearing shorts and flip-flops right now. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I want to talk a little bit about uh, your acting career, which has okay. has spanned uh, a few years, to say the least. And it started in the late 70s with a show called Que Pasa USA. Yes, which, which I'm sure you've not seen. And here's the deal. I have seen it. That's why I want to ask you about it. I have a, I, we have a very good friend of the show. His name is Juan Reyes. He is a, a director, a photographer, um, a camera guy. Uh, DP, whatever. He's a good friend, and he. I was. We were talking about when we were growing up about. Oh, I watched Saved by the Bell, or I watched this, and oh, it was so silly, and it was so weird, and it was so funny. And he's like, "Oh, you guys haven't seen K Pasa USA," <clears throat> to which everyone responds with, oh, "No, what yeah. the hell is that?" And he says, "You got to see it." He actually has the VHS set of it, so he brings it over to my friend's house, and we start watching it. Ow. And ha- it's, it's half in Spanish. So I'm yeah, like, yeah, it's, dude, it's, I don't know what's going on here. Bilingual. It goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Right. And he and expected us to be smart done. enough to follow amazing it. amazing how they pulled that off, how we pulled that off. I mean, the writer was brilliant anyway. He just had this incredible idea uh, that he could do this, that it would, that it would be um, accessible to both audiences. Yeah. To both the, uh, language audiences. And that it was created to be a tool for uh, for for bilingual education, which would have been great had it. Uh, I mean, yes. I, I feel like I didn't even know about it. But as a kid, if I was watching a bilingual program, oh know. well, the thing you said it was it was available. What happened is that it was done as a local show in Miami. I was at the University of Miami, and, I, and at the same time, I was doing this. I was doing this show. I got I got cast in it. I went up for for the this role, and I was just a college drama student. That's it. Okay. Ex-football player. 
Right, ex-quarterback. <laughs> ex-quarterback. <laughs> With and, no uh, heart. <laughs> and so I, and so I had, I had a, I, I, I found myself in a situation where I'm suddenly doing this this TV show and with live audience, live audiences, with wow. tapings, and um, and comedy, and just really, and I had good comic timing, and and um, and then I lost it. <laughs> and, then, and then, like my quarterbacking skills, it went bye bye. I, I, I didn't have the competitive edge <laughs> for comedy. For comedy, you got to be competitive. You have to be a killer. <laughs> Let's face it. Um, <laughs> aggressive. Um, so, so John, you, you know that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, me and Sean are both deadly assassins when it comes to comedy. Oh yeah, kill your audience. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't laugh, definitely, definitely kill them. If they don't laugh. Um, um, so that so what happened is uh, the K-pop CSA was shown in Miami and and it was offered because it's done it was done with a grant from the federal government and they and the uh, and p- public television PBS looked at it and they scooped it up right away and they said this is great yeah we don't even have to pay for it we're just going to pump it out <laughs> into all the and they did they put it in high schools all over the country and I started getting fan mail in college I'm getting fan mail from everywhere in the United States that's oh awesome where, where the show was, was airing it aired in Chicago New Jersey anywhere where there was a, any kind of Latin population yeah it must have aired in Miami that's where my buddy was from yeah you yeah. get the fan mail and you're like she's a senior <laughs> you can go back and meet her <laughs> no, it's funny. Uh, the show it, it stands up pretty good now. Actually, yeah, I, I'm sometimes embarrassed because I have a big gap between my my teeth, between all my teeth, and <laughs> and, it's, and my hair is like crazy, and I, I I do these like funny faces and stuff. But well, uh, it's comedy, you know. It's actually pretty good. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, guys, if you're out there, you can check out K-Posse USA. I believe it's available on DVD. On, yeah, it is on DVD. Yeah, <clears throat> on or on you, you just like the, the whole season, like the whole three seasons are on YouTube. Nice. Okay, there you go. You don't even need yeah. to rent the DVDs, guys. <laughs> have to get them and uh, review them. <clears throat> yeah, we will. We'll have to. We'll have to check it out. Um, and um, then I garbage. Yeah. Well, no. First, we want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> The thirtieth, oh, the thirtieth anniversary of Scarface. Scarface, oh yeah. Which is a movie that uh, I'm sure you're very aware changed the culture of, uh, I you know, movie making. We yep. rap music. <clears throat> I mean, a we, lot of things. There were there were times before that when there were villains like James Cagney that you kind of rooted for. Right. Um, but Al Pacino really comes out as a real bad dude. And you're the whole time. You're like, yeah, do it, yeah. get it, yes, yeah, awesome. You know what I mean? It's amazing that that uh, that dichotomy between his, him being such a bad guy and the audience being so on his side. Yeah, it's crazy. And I think that's why that's why it was held down for so long. It sort of pushed aside, even by Hollywood. Well, especially by Hollywood. But but uh, but the, really, the the national press, the national like cinema critics, uh, film critics really dismissed the movie as being uh like sort of over just over the top and um and not something that wanted that we wanted to see in the society and so it was sort of squelched and then and uh pushed aside for a long time and then they, the audience brought it back they found its audience anyway and uh, and and the rappers you know the hip-hop generation really Loved embraced it, yeah. the movie and put it on Put it, put it, made it mainstream. Well, and I think the lesson here is that, uh, as with most things, critics don't know dick. 
Exactly. Um, <laughs> from the very beginning of movie making till now, most critics are complete boneheads, and they're usually not worth their time to listen yeah. to and, and figure yeah. it out. It's like, go yeah. go see the stuff on your own, make your own educated decisions. It's I, I agree, I agree. <clears throat> I've read, I, there's a few critics that in my lifetime that I have actually um, actually respected what they were writing about, their knowledge of, of film and mm. and their taste, because let's face it, it's really taste, and, and like, and like you know what, everybody's got one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody's... <laughs> Opinions, I mean. <laughs> right, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Really subjective. Um, I like, there was a couple of critics that I used to read uh, when I was, when I started acting, I, and, and and I was such a film buff that I, uh, I read some, some uh, cinema, you know, critis, criticism, that some really good stuff that actually taught me about, about film later. I really learned a lot about what to, about film and the history of film right. by some of the literary uh, film critics. But that's it. I mean, in terms of like local newspapers and uh, and local and uh, papers, uh, film critics are God. They're just they're so 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 they're so snobbish. It's yeah, amazing. The snob level is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, very few that I I respect. Yeah, no. Uh, but it, Scarface has really come back strong, right? With a vengeance. God, right? yeah, yeah. What well, is there going to be like a party? That we could go I think to, or somebody's organizing. Uh, somebody just remind me not. To, uh, I'll tell. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you off camera. Uh, off. Um, I don't want every, everybody showing up, there. or or else Al will be mad at me. What? And and how is how is that relationship? Are you guys still tight? Do you still yes, talk? Yes. Yes. I mean, does he see that as a movie that kind of changed his career as well? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. He does so he does so now. He has for a while. He's embraced Scarface. It, when it first when we first had that the backlash, it was horrible. We couldn't even talk anymore, him and I, because you know, we talk on the phone about the about the about the movie and about what the response would be, but he mm -hmm. really and and we got the right response from the audience on the first two nights that we that they that we were at the premieres. And we had an amazing response. And the two days later, or the next day, when the when the entire national press, it was like 94, 95%, 97% negative reviews. Wow. And he was just, he had sort of, he was prepared for it, I think, to some degree. And he had even warned me because I was so intent. I used to bug the shit out. <laughs> I, used to, I used to ask him, I'd say, what do you think? What do you think? What are they going to think? What are they going to think? How are people going to react? And he'd say, he, you know, he would just say, whatever, however they do, the people will tell you, you know, but don't read the reviews, he said, or you'll be not happy. Yeah, you, you'll drive yourself insane <laughs> reading reviews. Of, yeah. crazy because remember what you're reading is people, they're just people. They're just, it's just their opinion. Right. Right. And, and they may be coming from, from somewhere really weird and dark or politically correct and or, or, or some prejudice that they have, and they're going to write a nasty, nasty thing about you, and you're going to take it really seriously. Yeah. You're going to take it personally, and it's not. It's not. They have no knowledge of who you are or, what, or, or where you come from. It's just it's. It's just their own prejudices, and he warned me, warned me, warned me. But I took it really hard, especially because they were they were so mean to him. Really? 
Yeah. yeah. I got saved. I, the irony of this is that I read the reviews and I was like, wow, they're and so and a lot of them went out of their way to say the one the one uh, you know uh, glowing. Uh, uh, part of the film is, uh, or the surprising uh, uh, positive uh, uh, feature of the film is a young actor, blah, blah, blah. And they would mention me. Wow. Think, wow. Or the one saving grace of the film. There are a lot of people that they went out of their way just to sing, single me out for, as being um, in the right, you know, I don't know. They, I just, it, I, they liked my character. Well, when then, then when but you were, read the reviews, you're like, no, these are good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about, Al? These are great <laughs> reviews. <laughs> no, I was embarrassed. Honestly, guys, I was embarrassed. I was just like, you know, because he, even he would at some point say, well, at least they were nice to you. <laughs> and I say like Jesus, but they're they're full of shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. God, now I feel like it's not dessert. Like, well, well, God, if they didn't like him and they liked me, what is it? I mean, what's wrong? Well, first oh, of all, like you said, they come from a place. Who knows where they're coming from when they make when they write these reviews? Yes. Second of all, you did a fantastic job in yeah. that movie, so they kind of have to like you. It's and also I, that I was—they never seen me. Before. Yeah, you were right. a virtual so unknown. My and everything, my acting, my you know was was new, and it's and there's no. It, there aren't any glaring, like, you know, I don't have any glaring, awkward, or clumsy moments in the film, let's say, today. It, my performance is pretty, it's kind of consistently just like this very guy who's having fun. Right, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. You were, you, yeah your character was in it for the good time. <laughs> Al Pacino was trying to build an empire. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, and, but I was, I was so upset because a lot of the criticism of his, of his performance was really it, it, it doesn't make sense because it's his performance when you watch it over and over you as we all have yeah a million times <laughs> every time it comes on <laughs> no matter what day or time it is yeah it, it's absolutely consistent though his 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 development of of the, of his uh, ambition is so so consistent and so beautifully put together considering especially considering the fact that we're shooting out a sequence yeah so, yeah when you look at those scenes, how how methodically he builds this character, how how this guy is just consumed with desire and ambition and greed, and you know, and just this quest for power, this need for power, it's just amazing his performance. That's the great thing about the movie is that it's lived long enough and it survived all that. To, so that we can actually look at it now as a as a, as a great piece of, fi of film, and like, it is. I mean, you know, it's probably the best best Brian De Palma movie ever made. Yes, yes. you know what I mean. And I mean, well, he's made some good movies, well, but he's made some good movies. Well, in, a, in a weird way, it is inspiring. When you watch it, you're like, I gotta go get my piece of the pie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do it, and even if it's not illegal. The, what you're talking about, you're not talking about dealing drugs or anything. But you're like, yeah. There's something out there for me. Yeah. I can go. I can go grab that. I can go get it. Yes, like, exactly. That's a good exactly. point. Man. It inspires a lot. Of, it's inspired a lot of people because, in a sense, it's like it gives you a manual for 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 the for the for the, angst, for the, the, the what what you need to make it in the world to survive, especially if you're a little guy or if, you're, if you've got odds against you. Yeah, if right. You're an immigrant. If you if you come from nothing, it's all that, and then all you have to do is stop short of. I want the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I want it now. <laughs> it's like... Now. Well, Maybe just North America. <laughs> I say, well, oh, yeah, what do you want, Tony? And he goes, the world, Chico, and everything in it. Yeah. I stopped at the world, and I'm not trying to get everything. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, 
That's funny. Yeah. I was, uh, before we, before you called, I was telling Sean, uh, my favorite, I, the movie is so good and there's so many great parts in it, but my favorite is, is a really comical part when you guys go and you, uh, and Tony shoots Robert Loggia. Yeah. And then, I, and, and you're I like, shoot him. oh yeah, you, you shoot him and then he shoots the cop. Yes, he shoots the cop, and then I shoot Bob Loja. He, he says, Manny, Manolo, shoot that piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then and then you're like, hey, what about, and you point at the other, his bodyguard. What about Ernie? <laughs> what about Ernie? Ernie? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, Ernie. you want a job, Ernie? And then An- Angel Sellers goes, you got a job, man. You got a job. Hey, man, you got a job. He's just, he just sweating. <laughs> sweating. <laughs> Takes a big swig of the jack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean has uh, Sean's done comedy uh, a bunch of times with Angel in, in uh, Texas. Oh, really? Yeah, well, yeah. He would always. He would... I actually went one on one of those trips. Oh yeah. And That's... met him and met up with him. Oh my God! And he just by then he was running the town, or it was about to run him out of the. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what was. One day he's running the town. The next day they were running him out of town. Oh. <laughs> I think it was McAllen. Oh no, that's in South. I was I worked with him up in Dallas a couple times. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I could see him running McAllen. Man. He was civilization. <laughs> he is. God, he was crazy though. He had he already had made friends. We were in McAllen. I think it was McAllen, and he had already made friends with like the local <clears throat> uh, dealer. <laughs> and uh, uh, I think he was living at the guy's house. The time that he was doing. He was bit where he did like a kind of music comes together and he change outfits and stuff so oh but, my God. but at the very end he would be he ended up being tina turner so yes. so he would rip Thanks. off his wig and i would have to go up there and shake hands with him basically a, a ball-headed tina turner right. that oh, is fi- like five two in heels <laughs> and it was just so he'd strip down to his uh, he'd, he'd take off a pant panties and panties and panties yeah. <laughs> and at the end he had this one that was like this frog and it would stick out of his crotch yeah. he's Just... walking around with like little, like diapers and a, <laughs> like this green thing you know sticking up like <laughs> oh walk, and he'd poke everybody <clears throat> And he would spray baby oil out in the audience, oh and just like a lot of this crazy his shit. Ma- his show is amazing. He kills the audience. And I, I, probably Boy. a standing ovation every, every show. time. Sure, I man. know, man. You know, what's sad though is that he can. It's so hard for him now. He's living in Staten Island. I talk to him all the time, and he, he well, sometimes he he calls me like late, 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 late at night. Yeah. I, sometimes I just don't answer because he's like, it's teething, it's teething. Are you? Are you with some chick right now? <laughs> Are you going to score? <laughs> he goes, I'm trying. I'm here in Staten Island, and I'm going to score. <laughs> score with this girl. I want to go around the world with her. That sounds just like it. Well, we would be in the green room, and I would just see him walk in the other room with a girl. Yeah. A couple minutes later, he'd come out. <laughs> then a couple minutes later, he'd walk in there with another girl. And I'm like, is everything okay in there? What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of people seem to be going into that room. Yeah, checking it, it out, make sure it's okay. Yeah, no, usually they'd come running out going like, your little friend, he's a little fresh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. What? But he's, uh, yeah, he's in New York right now. Well, he's in Staten Island. <laughs> Nice. I have, I have no 
Is, fairy. <laughs> <laughs> is there a uh, is there like a a new version of Scarface coming out? Meaning, like, uh, are they repackaging it for the thirtieth anniversary? I hope not. Oh, a new version, yeah. Um, I don't know because they did that. They had a twenty-five uh, year uh, anniversary version. Oh, they did. Okay, okay. Yeah, they did. It was a few years ago, and we did a we had a big party. Um, but but I they they were talking. Universal was talking about putting up something together, a, a party in New York City, I think. Nice uh, for the thirtieth. Yeah, and 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 I hope the people, if if anyone ever tries to remake that movie, I hope they're oh, no. somehow hit by a bus. <laughs> yeah, me too. I am so tired of this crap that I no one can come up with anything original. Yeah, I've been doing some interviews recently I, for some British magazines, and and um, they're asking me, or someone had heard something about about the rights, Universal giving up the rights, or, oh. or Marty Marty Bregman gave up the rights because he. I don't know. I, I, why do it? I mean, why? It's yeah. a white elephant. A yeah, white, you're, you're crapping on something that's just get, so worthwhile. Give the rights point. to Disney. Ugh. You're like, what? Gross. <laughs> no, it's just like, why would you? Why would you want to be compared to Scarface? How yeah. could you make them? How do you make a movie called Scarface and have it not star Al Pacino? Yeah, right. I, I don't know. I mean, and, and if you were in it, you'd be like, I guess I get paid, but do I yeah, feel like a piece of shit or what? If like, you, if you playing the lead role, you'd be like, what? It's like, don't you need? Don't, why, why don't you talk to your therapist? Yeah. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you get some counseling first before you like take this on? Do you want to commit like artistic? Because it will ruin your career. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, um, it's so uh, weird that they've talked about doing that, and they like, oh, and this time it'll have an all rap soundtrack. Oh yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, oh, I that'll be. It, how is that better? That's that's odd. Jesus, um, I don't know. People are people are crazy. They, they, it's just very little imagination. Yeah, that's the problem. Nobody has any. I mean, they remade the movie Carrie like four times now. Uh, that's God. enough. That's enough with the movie Carrie. Enough. We've seen it. Sissy okay. Spacek did a fine job. William Cat was in it. We all love the movie. Yeah. Leave it alone. William William Cat daughter. Played, William Cat, cool. He played my partner in a movie called Stranger by Night. That's a really, really kind of dark movie where I play a cop that has blackouts, alcoholic blackouts. And, wow. Uh, <clears throat> and and stuff happens. <clears throat> William <laughs> William Cat, for those that don't know, was the uh, lead in Greatest American Hero. The Greatest American Hero, yeah. Yeah. Well, the American Hero? The All-American Hero? The Greatest American Hero? No, it was The Greatest American Hero, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. He was in the classroom, right? He was a student, but then he also was a, a, a hero. He was right? a teacher, and then the aliens, yeah. he found some aliens, they gave him a special suit, and he would fly around, but he lost the instruction booklet. And he so couldn't it, really figure it out. So he didn't really know what he was doing, so he was all over the place. It was a great show that I loved as a kid. Yeah, he's he's terrific. He's a really good guy, too. Nice. That's yeah, good to hear. My, he played my partner who's trying to save me from myself. Nice. Interesting uh, movie. <laughs> Um, and and in the last couple of years, uh, I mean, your your IMDb page is literally longer than some people's arrest records. Uh, yeah, it's, it, you've been in so many things, but the things that stick out in my head in, in the last couple of years, Breaking Bad was a show that uh, has been like no other on television. Yeah, and you were in a few episodes of that. Yep, uh, I did two episodes in season four. And you ended up you ended up spoiler alert you ended up shot in the back of the head, right? No. <laughs> No. Didn't you get shot and didn't you fall in the pool? No, no, I didn't get shot. It was it had to do with tequila. What do you Remember, mean? Remember he gives me this bottle of tequila. This beautiful bottle oh, of tequila. And it's poisonous. And, he, and then and he's hoping that I'll that I'll open it. And because at one point I go, God, it's so beautiful. I don't know where to whether to whether to share it with my friends or just put it away. 
And then I go, because I'm such an egotist, I go, I'll share it with my friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then he's like, oh, boy, he's going to drink it. And it's poison. Yeah, that's what it is. Spoiler, okay. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. But, but that's are... season four. We're, if you guys aren't caught up on Breaking Bad, I can't help I'm you. I'm still it's on so season weird. one. I still get text messages and Twitter like messages saying, I just saw your episode. <laughs> Just saw your episodes. <laughs> it's amazing that people are still re- are discovering uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the that's the glory of Netflix. That's the glory of like Hulu. That's the glory of not having to see it when it's on right yeah. now. You know. In fact, a lot of people are calling me now recently because you know we're Ray Donovan. Yes, a great show on Showtime. Ray, Don- Ray, Donovan's Ray Donovan's fantastic. June to you know the twelve episodes, the first twelve episodes, June. Late June to September, I guess it was, mm-hmm. and um, and it was great, and people loved it and everything. Except there was this middle of the of the of the season glitch where Comcast, we <clears throat> uh, no, we're we're turn we're um, Time Warner, Time Warner dropped CBS and Showtime. Yeah, oh yeah, remember that? Yeah, Ugh. and people were going berserk, <laughs> calling me saying, "How are we going to do this episode?" So finally. Uh, and then they renegotiated. They made the deal, and then people start catching. But I guess it's on. It's on. Uh, on demand now. Oh, the perfect. First season. Yeah, so which... people are starting to watch that now. And then I got. I getting a, a lot of stuff from Europe. Europe because it's it aired on Sky Atlantic in in uh, in your in um, England and Ireland. Nice. And I think it's made it. It just debuted in Spain. Wow. And it showed in Australia. So it's big. It's big, big, big. And we John like it a show. My buddy, John Voigt. John's my favorite. John, a, dude, that is, I mean, John Voigt is another guy. He's been around for a long time. He's done a lot of things. He's great. a very uh, respected actor. But I want to say that playing Mickey Donovan is one of the greatest roles he's ever done. I Isn't mean, it? He's Isn't so it? good. He's so good. God, it's, he's really, and he's enjoying it so much. Uh, he, and he's that's really, the thing. He, he looks, looks like, like he's, he, yeah. he looks like he's enjoying he's it. Like, He's having a great time. Which is fantastic. And I mean, I had, I had dinner with him and Al, both of them. <laughs> at the same time? Recently, like three weeks ago with Al Pacino <laughs> and John Boyd. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. With the three of us, with, uh, and it was put together, actually, uh, an old friend of Al's and mine, Kenny Silk, he's an actor. And he, uh, he and Al go way, way back. So he put this thing together somehow. So the four of us at the at the polo lounge. The <laughs> I thought it was going to be yeah, like a pinks or something, <laughs> you know, fun. with the Wendy's on sunset. Of Al, and he was like, he was blown away. He's like, "Have you been practicing?" Because <laughs> I was doing, I was doing these scenes where he, I said, my favorite moments when you, when you're standing there. It, it's the scene where in the, when we meet Omar for the first time, we're in the sandwich shop, and then or and we we go outside because Omar shows up. And he's going to offer us a job, right? Yeah. And Al, Al gets all indignant because he says, uh, um, you know, you get 500, uh, uh, 500 apiece. And he goes, 500? 500? The going rate on a boat is 1000 a night, man. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, hey, what's wrong with this dishwasher? <laughs> you know, F. Murray, F. Murray Abraham. Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with this t-shirt? Don't you think we could have gotten two other space cadets? <laughs> two. And he goes, then why didn't you? And don't be calling me no, ch- no space cadet. And he goes, berserk. And then we have this little, the little, the, the little almost fight. And then he says, okay, give them to the Colombians, right? Yeah. 
Anyway, I was doing it was, uh, and I was doing playing out that scene for Al at dinner. It's <laughs> like, what are you practice in front of the mirror? <laughs> and you're like, yes, yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I go, no, it's just, it's just that it's been done for me so many times. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, man. <laughs> On the street, they just people, guys, come up and go, watch, 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 watch this, watch this, yeah. and then they'll stick their tongue at me, and I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> Really? That's the one part of the movie you're just dying to show me? <laughs> Is that the thing that they do most? Is that what most people do? <laughs> yeah. Stick your tongue out at me and show me how to pick up girls. Oh, great. <laughs> exactly what I wanted to see. Oh, what What is your favorite scene in Scarface? That one. That one? That one. Yeah. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Yeah. Now, did you, so I, did you I, use I, real I, cocaine on the set? Was that all I, real I, cocaine? No, no, <laughs> never. No, amazingly, surprisingly, because we're, it is it was 1982. Right. Yeah. But everybody was so paranoid, uh, so wary of, um, you know, everybody was sort of on the alert that right. Jesus, we really cannot be uh, uh, fooling around here. Now, on the other hand, I do believe that the entire crew was doing cocaine. <laughs> that that I would I would completely believe that. <laughs> all the PAs I had something going on because they were always laughing. They were always cracking up and like giving me sight, like all these like furtive kind of sideways glances. Yeah. With, it was so weird. It was always like they were looking at me and they knew me. Yeah, nobody messed around with Al. They didn't, they didn't oh, try to jump with him because he, cause he's Al and because uh, he's Tony Montana. Right. But I was with him. We'd hit the set. We were always together. I was with him in his trailer all the time. We'd be joking, 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 cracking up, playing games and stuff. And then, and then finally we'd come out to do a scene and I'd be just myself, you know, yeah. just laughing and stuff. And, and Al would be right. He'd go, then he goes into like, space mode, you know, just, <laughs> he'd go into warrior mode. And then, uh, and I'd still be my happy go lucky self. And the, and I'd always say hi to the guys, the crew guys. And they'd be looking at me like, I know what you guys are doing in that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> we know what you guys are doing. I'd be like, no, no, you're wrong. We're playing Dude, cards. For sure. Sure. Look at that guy. Look at you. Look at your partner. <laughs> he did look. He mine. Yeah, but he he looked. He did look out of his mind. Yeah, and they're like, and you too, man. He look, you're so up upbeat. And I go, no, it's because we were laughing. And yeah, you were laughing. <laughs> but that's one thing I liked in the film: the difference between the two. Yeah, you know, like you serious, and then like, hey, you know, okay, you have dreams. Yeah, well, let's have fun. Your you know? character was in it for the pussy yeah. and for the and for the free drugs <laughs> and for a little bit of money. That <laughs> yeah, was it. I, I, that's it. Yeah, and That's Pacino it. was trying to take everything over. Um, Man, that was that was. And now, like I said, your your IMDb page. You, you've done a lot of things. Yeah, I got some cool movies coming out this in like in the next year or two. Yeah, well, uh, uh, there, there's one that they'll be out sooner than later that I'm in. I've got a smaller part, but it's a great part, and uh, with a with a great American another great American actor, Paul Sorvino. Oh, nice. It's called Last I Heard. Last and that'll be that should be out soon. It's about an aging monster who comes home to die. Basically, comes home to his to his home in a in a Middle Village, Queens, to his daughter. You know, to his daughter's care. And he's Paul Sorvino's just beautiful in this role. It's a great movie. Great movie. Michael Rappaport is in it. And, wow. Uh, it's really, really great movie. Beautiful. 
And then I, there's a movie I did in New Orleans a, a year ago in December, a year ago in December. It's a amazingly beautiful crime movie, like a, a film noir with an amazing cast. It's Gina Gershon. It's, oh, I uh, love her. John Corbett plays my I play these two guys who run this this titty bar in, in New Orleans, this strip <laughs> strip club. Awesome. And uh and uh and it's about a terrible crime, like this really, really ugly thing that goes down and we're trying to get this thing done and, and uh it's called the look alike. It's called the look alike. Look, right, yeah. look out for that film. Yeah, it's coming out in two twenty fourteen. Yeah, that's coming out, yeah, next next in June, I think. Nice. And um what a cool movie. And my role is really bad. <laughs> really, <laughs> really a scary guy. Oh, that's, but how fun is that for you? I mean, to play that, well, like a piece I, of shit. I, you know, I don't like going, I don't like getting that role, but when I do, I usually make the most of it. Yeah. You know, it's, this one's different because it's really cold. The, the character I play is really kind of sar- sarcastic and cold. It's not like a really aggressively bad guy, but it's a, He's just really a killer, like really, really mean, <laughs> really bad guy. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how, how to put it. <laughs> wow, he's a bad dude. I have a goatee and, you know, my hair is like salt and pepper and I just. It's always I a goatee. Just, oh, the goatee always is evil. Goatee. Goatees are evil, man. That's yeah. like a. Beard, you're like, hey, I'm kind of calm. Goatee, nah. slash your throat. Yeah, you will kill me. <laughs> um, and, and it... oh, so, so, yeah, there's a, so there's a, so there's a few, uh, there's a few movies that I, that I, that, you know. I really am. I'm excited about, it. and then we start shooting uh, Ray Donovan in February. Oh, start awesome! Season two. Perfect, dude. I, that show is so good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about my, uh, about where my character is going to go. Avi. Oh yeah. Avi the, Zulu. Avi the Zulu. That's. It's so funny. In the, in the, uh, she wrote uh, the 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 creator of the show, Ann Bitterman. She's from Miami Beach. Oh nice. And she she knows me because she wrote Primal Fear. Okay. She wrote the screenplay to Primal Fear, hmm. uh, the movie with uh, Richard Gere and right. Ed Norton. Ed Norton, that where I was, that I was in. Uh, Great I movie, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good movie, huh? Yeah, it's really Isn't good. It? <sighs> Jesus, that's a that's a, my phone barking. Oh, okay. Yeah, you had a barking <laughs> phone. Sure. Yes. Uh, I did yeah. want to ask you about Garbage, uh, a little movie you were in. Uh, oh yeah, that was fun. Just came out in 2013. Uh, Shot in 2011, I think. Played the character Steven. Yeah, you played yourself. I played myself. <laughs> I played myself married to... Uh, married to who? Alana Ubeck was the actress. I forget what her name was yeah, in the movie. Yeah, yeah. She's... she's it's, it's as if I was... It's as if the real me, right? Yeah. Was married to a... What was she, a broadcaster? She, a, a she, she, she was like an agent for reality stars? Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my favorite, uh, my favorite part of shooting with you that day was you. You only did. You only took you three takes to get that down. You came out of your house. You're like, oh, okay, whatever, and then you went football. back in. Yeah, with, you're holding a football. That, that was your prop too. You were like, hey, I got this football. Is that cool? They're like, yeah, I guess, sure. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and you came out like the first take. You're like, everything cool? I was like, yeah, sorry. And then you you would lock the door and you're like. All right, great. Well, I locked myself out of my house. <laughs> I locked myself out of the house. <laughs> and you just stood there. I was like, please use that tape. Yeah. That would be awesome. That's the one. <laughs> but that was that, that was fun. That is where uh, I met you, and that is where we talked a lot of football. You it was I think the draft was happening or about to happen, and you were very knowledgeable, like way more knowledgeable than I am. And I have a sports podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get I get very tuned into to football when. Uh, 
you know, football season, I'm really, um, when I have time for it, you know, when I'm not, when I'm, it seems like the older I get, the more time I make, (laughs) the more time I make for football. Right. As opposed, as as a matter of fact, you know, 48 hours ago, I was at the Dolphin game at, uh, at Sunlight Stadium in, uh, in Miami. Nice. Um, I was there Sunday to watch them almost. Almost. Beat the Panthers. Almost beat the Panthers. It was so depressing. It was so depressing. And I was there in a, in a suite. I, I got invited to a suite. My friend, uh, he has the show. He's a, he's a broadcaster. He's a uh, DJ. Um, his name is Paul Castronovo. And he has one of the f- most famous shows in... in uh, they had the morning classic rock station on the classic rock station. Right. 105.9. And um, they have the morning drive. And and he does voices also. <laughs> He's a great like impersonator, and uh, and so he does Al Pacino all the time. <laughs> so we, and we became friends because I'd call in and and I and, and he'd say, oh no, no, there's the real man. <laughs> you know, Manolo's on the phone, and, uh, and then he would do his Al Pacino. And, That's hilarious. Uh, and so uh, so I went and did his show, and then he gave me. He said, "You want to go to the Dolphin game tomorrow?" And I said, "Yes." Of course. So he had tickets. Uh, he he he's got a he he's got a wine company now. He, he's 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 making wine, Castronovo wine, and uh, so they, he has a suite at the at the stadium, and it's and it's catered by Anthony's Runway. Uh, it's this great Italian restaurant in Fort Lauderdale, and uh, so we have Italian food and the thing and everything there, and uh, and uh, a great view of the game. It's like heaven. That is... And then and then they and they and they were winning and they were winning and they were winning but they couldn't score in the second half and Carolina came back of course Cam Newton I mean he's pretty he's pretty fantastic yeah and then they had we had him it was fourth down fourth quarter fourth down fourth and ten in on their own like thirty and they're going for it with like a minute and a half to play in the game or you know yeah. They they're going for it, of course. Fourth and ten, and then somehow Steve Smith finds himself open in the middle, and and Cam hit him with a, like a bullet. That's it. And from then on, they were unstoppable. They scored, and it was over. Yeah. And I was standing. We're all standing there going, "What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing now?" Jesus. <laughs> Let's go all find some chicks. But we're still we're still in contention for a playoff spot. I think that they, if they can if we can beat the Jets, haha. If we can beat the Jets <laughs> twice, uh, and I think we play Steelers too. Well, uh, what what are you? So, what is your prediction for like an honest prediction? I know you're a Dolphins fan, and if you're like me, you're always like, "Well, the Dolphins have a chance." Like, I'm always thinking the Bears can do something. But um, what is your prediction for the outcome of this season? I think that I think that uh, I think the Seattle it looks really, really, really strong. I don't think they have any any major. Uh, Issues and Russell Wilson's such a gamer. He's such an amazing talent. Yeah, I think he's an amazing leader, and you know, and I think that team is—it's just they're so well balanced and so well coached that I think they're going to go pretty far. And uh, and so and and I like I like the Broncos, but Sun and Peyton Manning. I love Peyton Manning. Yeah, uh, but I suddenly Tom Brady. Uh, and that and that team is really really coming on strong. You can never count the Patriots out. No man, yeah. Belichick. Belichick is just they, they're so well coached and they're and they just avoid mistakes. 
Well, they and they and the, and you watched the game on Sunday night. Yes. In overtime, they didn't take. They they chose to kick off because they wanted the wind. Right. Yes. And I and I was watching that going. Oh man, I hope that I hope that's it. I hope that's the nail in the coffin. Yeah. And it was it wasn't. They won. They did it. They, they did. won. They it was, they played it right. Yeah. It was right call. That was insane. It I was really thought. Call. I mean, I saw you know, and and that's a, that's a lot of faith in, in to, to have in that defense. Yeah. Pretty, pretty young defense, and and against Peyton Manning, jeez, but somehow they uh they they held they held on. Yeah. Won it, but I mean, it could have gone either way. Obviously, Peyton could have taken taken him in on the next drive. It could have been all over. Right. But, uh, but so those, I, what, I think Broncos, Patriots. I don't know about the Chiefs. I just don't know that that they're strong. I think they're going to start falling off. Yeah. They're, I, I, they're I, fall I, apart. Well, they have two big injuries this Sunday. Uh, the Tamla Tamla Hall and 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 Houston the uh, the defensive tackle both defensive defensive tackles got hurt so they're already in a little bit of trouble and they got beat pretty bad on uh on those routes by by um by the receiver um God, who, who did they uh, play I forget who they even played <laughs> they played uh they played uh, the uh, 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 what's his name uh, uh rivers still oh Phillip. san diego chargers yeah rivers oh rivers <laughs> yeah. rivers yeah, they, had a great game yeah, the Rivers had a great game. He's a loudmouth, but he had a good game. <laughs> yeah. He's always yelling and shit. He's always a weirdo. Yeah, he is always he's gross. Imagine him as a dad. He's got five kids. <laughs> oh, that's that's probably why he's going insane. He's like, would you just come over here and do what I told you to do? <laughs> he doesn't get to talk at home, so he talks <laughs> on the field. He married his high school or his college sweetheart, and they have five or six kids. That's already. easily the grossest thing I've good ever heard. Him. <laughs> good for him. Like Mel Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> Mel Gibson has like six boys, I think, or five. Oh, I thought you meant Philip Rivers was an anti Semite. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like Mel Gibson. He whoa, also whoa, hates the whoa, Jews. Whoa, what the? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, well, Stephen, we don't want to keep you on the phone too long. We really appreciate you calling in. Um, for our listeners, guys, this movie coming out, Last I Heard, you said? Last I Heard. Um, coming out soon, probably. It says 2013 on IMDb, so... Yeah, yeah, it, you'll look for it. It should be around. And uh, there's a movie that's out right now, but I, I, I can't I can't seriously recommend it. But my work in it was <laughs> pretty good. It's called Chavez, Cage of, Cage of Glory. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, it, it's, it's fun because I'm in it with Danny Trejo, but it's still, it's not oh. a good movie. Yeah, we'll see that one. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like Danny Trejo. He's great. He's and follow great. me a little bit on Twitter if you if you want. I not that I'm on on it that much, but it would. But I I am on it at, at Stephen at the Stephen Bauer at the Stephen Bauer. You can find the him on Stephen Twitter. Bauer, yeah, the Stephen Bauer. We should write I, I a cop maybe for him and Dan. I talk about football a little bit sometimes <laughs> when I remember. Nice, yeah, Sean. Just we should write a cop movie for you and Danny Trejo. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> I think you and Angel and Angel, and absolutely. Angel. Oh my God, He's, he'll play the Joe Pesci. We'll do. We'll remake Lethal Weapon, and it'll be ah, there you, go. <laughs> you two, and then Angel will be Joe Pesci. That's funny. So three amigos uh, set three in. Amigos. Hey, how about this movie that I'm just watching? Uh, coming attractions. This movie with Woody Harrelson looks really scary. Out of the furnace. Oh yeah, with uh, Christian with, Bale. With Christian, Christian Bale. And, yeah. And, uh, and uh, Affleck's brother. Yeah, Casey Casey Affleck. Yeah, Casey Affleck. I like how you promote yeah, other people's work. <laughs> I do. I, 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 I'm, I'm a big fan. Christian Bell keeps really talking like Batman in stuff. every movie now. I really want to go see the Captain Phillips movie. Uh, yeah, I heard it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw I, Dallas Buyers Club. 
You did? Yeah. I want to see it. It's really good. Oh, yeah, I'd like to see that. I enjoyed yeah. it. I, I, McConaughey did a great job, but Jared Leto kills it he's, in that movie. Really? Yeah, he's, he's so good. good. Yeah, it sounds like he really, really... It sounds like he's been dying to play a woman for years. <laughs> Honestly, that's what it looks like. It looks like he's like, finally, a role I can sink my teeth into. Yeah. <laughs> I get to wear a dress after all Yay. these years. Finally. <laughs> that's one thing you'll never catch me in. I try... I. Yeah, it's, no, it's just my 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 frame. <laughs> but you notice how he said he won't catch me in. Doesn't mean it doesn't mean he's not wearing a dress. He won't catch, him. catch him. <laughs> he keeps the door locked. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, all right, and I'll I'll hit you up on Twitter, and you can tell me and Sean where the 30th anniversary party in L.A. for Scarface will be. We'll do. We'll do. <laughs> and uh, and we'll bring Angel. And we'll bring Angel. We'll get yeah. him. Well, he'd probably be invited already. Well, yeah, but oh, we'll yeah, pick him up. We'll pick him up at the airport. That's an idea. That's an idea. Just make sure that you have, you know, that you sanitize the, the car after, <laughs> afterward, and, the, and you don't allow any police dogs uh, anywhere near him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Really fun. Thanks uh, a lot. Man. Thank you so again. much. We'll do it again. Absolutely. Uh, maybe around the holidays. Uh, absolutely. So we can talk about playoffs. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, Stephen. Okay, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Guys, that was Stephen Bauer. Uh, I know that was a long interview, so that's probably going to be our show. That was amazing. But it was really cool having him on. <laughs> it was really cool having him on. Um, I mean, is he still on, or did he hang up? No, he hung up. Oh, he hang up. Yeah. Um, How just listen to him? I'm like that's so I, crazy. I could listen to him, but I could listen to story like him, Al Pacino, and uh, John Voight having dinner together. Like, how do you... I thought he was going to ask us out to the movies. Yeah, I thought he was going to say, hey, you guys want to have dinner with me and Al Pacino? (laughs) (laughs) You guys seem hungry. Do you want to have lunch with me and Al? (laughs) Well, well, just before we go, you know, let's do it. Keep the normal stuff going. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, You know, we should have... I forgot to ask him as if he knows Anthony, if he would remember him playing. Anthony Alabi played for the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. Just wondering if he would remember him. I bet he would. I'll hit him up on Twitter and see. And then, um, yeah, we should just end this. That was fun. We should. Uh, I didn't didn't invite him to the show tonight because I already knew that he was uh, busy from – he could only fit us in for a few minutes, and he had something to do tonight. Um, Sean, where are you going to be this week? Um, This week, Disneyland. Disney? Oh, that's right. Thanksgiving weekend. Sean's going to be thankful for Mickey Mouse. Um, Drew's got a friend coming down and her kids, so we're all going to Disneyland for like two days. That sounds fun. So, yeah. That sounds great. And uh, I'll be house-sitting in the valley. Yeah. Doing nothing. Um, That's that's my plan. That's my plan. Uh, Not eat a whole lot, um, but just kind of lay low. In the valley. In the valley. Guys, that's the show. That's it. That's the show. I mean, I don't know where we go from there. Uh, our next guest, whoever we have on, will <clears throat> pale in comparison. <laughs> that's, maybe we'll get Al Pacino to call him. <laughs> Who are you talking about? I'm just getting warmed up. <laughs> Easy, Pacino. We just had Stephen Bauer on. He's talking what a nice guy you were. Hey, where are the white women at? Al, Al please. Al, please. Down. You should have asked him about Marino's coke habit. <laughs> Uh, it was your obsession. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the Full Account Podcast. Uh, spread Follow the us word. On Follow us on iTunes. Rate us. Leave comments. Love to hear from uh, listeners. Uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Have a good one. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. That was Sean's impression of a turkey. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on.